go. Let's go. <laughs> go. Oh my gosh, you guys. It's been too long. It's been weeks. Like, um, we pre well over a month. Well over a month. Which yeah. is sad. We pre Very I don't sad. know if we know how to do this anymore. Check one, two, one, two. <laughs> Are we good? Are we good? I don't know. Probably no, I not. mean, I honestly missed it. I did too. Yeah. I was like, every, do you ever go somewhere and you're like, I can talk about that on the pod? Mm-hmm. Or like, ooh, this makes me think about it. I'm the pod. actively keeping notes. I know. Yeah, yeah, too. yeah, yeah. So me I have too. a lot to talk about. Well, just a spoiler alert. Yeah. I, this episode is all about your trip. <laughs> I just want to, I have not asked you. I feel like I, know, I, been, you, I haven't been able to look you in the eyes. I'm like, <laughs> I know you've done such a phenomenal job. Cause of I, like, I want to hear it real time. Yes. For the, I get it. for the people. Yeah. So I'm and like, honestly, yes. And a trip, <laughs> a, like a, a synopsis of a trip is like really hard to give multiple times yeah. to the same person. And obviously you fatigue a little bit the more you talk about it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, I appreciate it. I want to be shocked. <laughs> I want to ask the questions in real time. I, I have so many questions. I know. I love this. I'm <laughs> really excited to hear all things the trip. So we'll sort through our first little chunk, which is creeps and Trader Joe's. Yes. Because and I And some side wait. content. Because yeah, there's yeah. a lot going on in the world that we need to we like gotta address. We got to discuss. Yes. Okay. All right. So where are we with TJ's? Because you've well, made us... A wonderful fucking cocktail. I can't take credit for this one. Um, I think you can't. Wait, you it, can? Or well, you can't? I can't because um, Luke. Okay. Our friend Luke yeah. brought bought this spike cider okay. and he was like, I want to make a bourbon cocktail with this. Mm. So he made it. And when he was drinking it, I just wasn't really in the mood for like a cocktail. Yeah. But then today I was like, oh, I have this like spiced cider in my fridge yes let me i'm in the mood I'm it feeling looks bally. like apple juice i would never buy that but it's no, good it's great and also i'm not a bourbon is that bourbon yeah it's bullet bourbon yeah so i'm not even a bourbon drinker and this is going down way, way too, too easily yes. and i will tell you i put a little pumpkin spice on top oh shit i didn't even little... see that yes, yeah i got that okay and it's actually really good and it's hitting the spot but honestly so... like who would drink this without alcohol i don't understand I don't know. I don't, I have no idea. Right. Because, uh, yeah, it's not, it, I will say this, it's not too sweet. Like okay. it's like a, it's not like apple juice. Right. Right. Um, I put bourbon in it, so it's hard to Tell. differentiate <laughs> the flavor. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, that's my TJ Adams little secret. Spiced cider. Spiced cider. Very good. Yeah. I'm into it. Thank also, you. Also, how yeah. much is J-Lore at like anywhere what? else? I would say, like at a Publix, probably mm-hmm. fifteen bucks. Okay, it's fourteen at P- Trader Joe's. I think Trader Joe's, for the J Lore, like I'm throwing out quotes, mm-hmm. brain brand name shit that yeah. like you could also get at a Publix. I think their prices are pretty close. Close, like they sell yeah. um, Half Moon seltzers and things like mm-hmm. that. And I never think the prices like comparative are very different. But I was feeling like fourteen for J Lore's a little bit better like by the dollar yes better yes i just think their own brand and obviously like the stuff that they sell that's not super popular Mm -hmm. is cheaper i bought a couple of bottles of rosé for my birthday party like seven dollars and i pick rosé like if it's a light pink i feel like you're like yeah i'm gonna drink this and this will be fine if it's a dark pink i'm not gonna like it Mm -hmm. but a light pink seven dollar bottle was it good yeah it was great see that's where they thrive yes 
They're and that's like, where we need to, I don't take advantage. We should do a cheap Trader Joe's wine t- tasting. Like buy, uh, we can't buy anything the, over like eight ninety nine. I agree. I agree. And we'll do a live tasting. And we you. should do what we did at our friend Christine's house was like wrap the blind. bottles. With yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Blind tasting. With the paper or whatever. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's another. Like throw a bottle of Frank in mm-hmm. and then see yeah. where we land. I just want to know like, cause here's the thing with wine. A lot of times, cheap wine is not good. But at Trader Joe's, they cheap wine do is the have best wine. like good wine yes. that's very cheap there. So because you know, again, they don't have middlemen, and there's there's like they yeah. can charge less for whatever. Yeah. But anyway, I'm very surprised with their wine like their wine selection. Yeah, as well. I just don't use it enough, which yeah. I need to yeah. like. Maybe that's my New Year's resolution. Yeah, so drink more TJ's wine. <laughs> we'll get on it. That's our news. Okay, I actually do have a TJ's. Okay, go. Fucking, it's like, it's a little, it's candy crack. It is toffee. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's, you know, you're going to get a cavity. Mm -hmm. You're losing a tooth. Yeah, you're losing your... (laughs) Bite in. Yeah, you're losing your filling Uh when you eat this. Your crown's coming out. Yeah, (laughs) it is. um, Cinnamon sugar toffee. That's like a white, a milk, and a dark chocolate. Oh, these no. little squares. What? So fucking good. We talked about cinnamon sugar on like the last episode. Yeah, and but this I don't is know like about it with that chocolate. Very tasty. Okay. I'll bring them over next time. They were so good. Honestly, so don't. Good. But they <laughs> <laughs> but they do get stuck in your teeth, so you're constantly yeah. picking them out. But worth it. It's yeah, one thousand percent worth it. All right, yeah. I want it. They were you know what I have to say? Oh, wait, this is the other thing. Mm-hmm. I finally tried the Bombas that are dipped in dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. Those things, are I not. think, may be better than the Bombas with the Nutella filled in. I know. I'm going to go. I'm going to so go. Good. The Bombas with the dark chocolate, they are a problem. Because they are really dipped. Yeah. And yeah. not only that, but a Bomba is light. Yes. So like when you eat it, you don't feel, it's like, it, it's giving me like true fruit vibes yes you're, you're yeah, yeah, eating yeah, yeah. it and you're yes. like you're feeling juicy healthier. and healthy yes. yeah, same yeah, yeah, with the bomb yeah, yeah. is dipped it's yes. like it's light and airy but there's yes. like a dark chocolate like deliciousness yes. But, yes but it's definitely more chocolate than i was expecting yes. so i was so pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. by it i with the toffee i have to say is it's I, not as much toffee no, it, it's all toffee. Oh, I don't. But I, you can't binge it. You can't binge it like a bomba. Yeah, it's too so that sweet. I kind of like. Yeah. You know, like it's oh, really it like down. it slows me down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I could devour a whole bag, I, but I'm not going to because I could really feel it in my teeth. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I feel the sugar penetrating. Right. And yeah. No, I'm the like, chocolate. You're is, like, is there sugar in this? Right. See, the thing is, I'm not a big Nutella person, so I don't even oh, really remember. I love Nutella. The last time I had those, I mean, I ate them. I. I'm just not a Nutella gal. Also, the Bombas, they only serve in the big bag. Yeah, the others are little bags. And the other ones are little bags. So also like, exactly, like portion control and all of that. It's like made simple for me. Here's what I'll say about TJ's and then uh, we can end on TJ's, but Uh the holidays are tough in there. They, it, you really got to put on your blinders and walk because everything that is seasonal, I want. Yeah. Everything that's sweet, I want. Do I want to build a gingerbread house? <laughs> yeah, I do. Do I want to make pumpkin pasta? Yeah, yes, I, do. I do. I really because do. Because we we know this time is limited. I know. You it's going to be like, gone. It's going to be gone. We're already fucking, I'm already seeing Christmas fucking commercials, buying presents for people. It's making me very anxious. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we didn't even get to Halloween yet. Yeah. So 
I think what we're doing is we're just savoring. And right. I could I could appreciate and that. And I love Halloween. Yes. And yeah, I like Thanksgiving. A I'm a Halloweener hard. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> I wish I, I can. I always want to be. I just never get my shit together. It it's always creeps toughie. up. Yeah, it, it always surprises me. I'm always like, oh my God, it's October 31st and everybody's looking, you know, like I love Halloween because I love costumes. I'm yeah. a theater nerd, so yes. I love to dress up. However, I truly, absolutely love Christmas too, so we're going in. Yeah. I mean, the Christmas episodes, we're getting we're getting. We it. need to start planning those now. Now, because we're going to be Mrs. Like, Claus. There needs to be like a movie, like our favorite Christmas movie. There needs to be, we mm-hmm. need to start like baking which we say we're going to do every year we never end up doing but we need some baking saturdays or sundays okay like I'm just down. like some cookies something i love a good bake and yeah we need to start like that's where we're going in on yeah. some like bark you know what i'm saying oh, we yes. gotta make some like yes you know what candy cane bark and yeah. all that good stuff yeah we're gonna be eating minty things mm-hmm. it's gonna be great i'm here for it um okay, okay. you have a creep Oh, okay. So there's, you know, since the last time we recorded, a lot of shit has happened in the world. My mm-hmm. creep could be surprising. Hot take. All right. Jada Pickett Smith. Uh, you know. Did you follow anything that was going on yeah, with her book release? I do not like and her. And all of her promos. Yeah. And like her, she went on a lot of podcasts. And I have to say, I'm pulling Will Smith in on this creep thing. I think yeah. it's a, the it's two creep, of them. It's no, a creep it's couple. The it's a They're, creep couple. It's the first time ever. More Than Sweat mm-hmm. has a creep couple. I agree. But what's irritating, there's several things that are irritating about this whole thing. I get you want to s- separate from your marriage. Totally fine. You've but, been separated. But then they're for, not, though. But they're being okay. like, oh, we're not. Actually, well, that's what it's so confusing. So she they're separated for like six fucking years. Mm-hmm. And you could cohabitate. You could do whatever the fuck you want. It's your family. Mm-hmm. The whole slap thing that happened at the Oscars just kind of is like what what was the point of that if keep my wife's name out your mouth but she's not your wife you guys have been separated like not even like recently you've been separated for years at this point and you're slapping somebody on fucking Mm -hmm. national tv because he said a joke about your wife's hair okay then the other thing that's kind of disturbing is and this is where will is my creep that red table talk interview where they talked about her affair which really Mm -hmm. wasn't an affair it's he wasn't ready even though they had this whole conversation about him being ready when they actually got down to the red table he wasn't ready to acknowledge their separation Mm -hmm. and so she saw that he wasn't ready and was like okay i'm going to throw myself under the bus in this interview and pretend as if i had an affair but it really wasn't an affair it was you guys were separated. You guys were separated and you were allowed to sleep with other people, so you did. They're creeps to me because why the fuck are you making this so public? I, I mean, just that's stop a whole it. Other and thing. she's being so Why does everybody have to write a book about stuff? But I, I mean she is being so outwardly public about it, saying like, Oh, we're together, we're not together. Oh, our sex life is this. Oh, I'm actually into girls. Oh wait, I'm not. I'm like, girl, I don't care. Yeah. You do what you do behind cl- I don't even give a fuck if you're married or not. None of this is like important or relevant. And I found the whole keep your name out of my, keep my wife's name out of your mouth thing. So childish. Will Smith, I have always loved him. Yeah. Now I'm like, what? Like, why would just be an adult? You have children. Like you're acting like that in front of like millions of people. 
Like, get your shit together. And now she's coming out saying, like, she wasn't even at the Oscars as your wife. She was there just as, as like, a supportive person in your life. And, and you're slapping. And, like, you've pretty much destroyed your career as a result. Yeah. Which makes me think, like, he's obviously not cool with his separation. He's not cool with her sleeping with other people. But, like, this seems like a very we one-sided... We don't need to know yeah, any I of know, this. I know. I know. It's like... But this is the world we live in. I don't want Everybody to- puts everything out there yes and we're both guilty of it too like there's a shit ton of stuff that like we don't we nobody needs to share the shit that we share right but like and we feel compelled to do because of the world that we live in but like these like details about your personal life but who's relating to that who is it fucking relating to that couple that that I, i relate to the fact that like marriage is hard and marriage is complicated and like you go through seasons with your partner and if you've been together for 20 years there's gonna be an up and there's gonna be a down and there's gonna be a million ups and a million downs i don't need to know that you're like like you slept with your son's friend and i don't need to know that like you may be getting back to back together with will there's just like so much that boggles my mind to about me this. it goes we're not relevant anymore and we're, tr- we're Trying grasping to be at that. straws yeah, 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 to be yeah. in the public eye yeah yeah and it and it's like and i i don't mean that in a mean way it's just like they're not like like there's other things happening that are grabbing people yeah you know will smith he's like you know our age an older star he's not like a young tiktoker you know and like yeah. we're not like the the cool hot thing anymore it's like sometimes i feel like people are just like grasping to be relevant again whereas like it we're like just Will move was on. like just, a huge star she was a yeah, she's a big celebrity like just just age gracefully and, and do just, your thing yeah i don't need to know what's happening and figure out your that. marriage i'm not interested and plus she's so vocal like she acknowledges like her kids have a hard time with it like will has a hard time with it and yet she keeps doing it yeah I so don't, that's the other part that's kind of like creepy it's like you're not respecting any of your family's wishes just to sell a book. If people are asking her, you know, if, if it's like people are inquiring like, Hey, what's going on? Like, I want to, I want to know how you're still married to this person. And she's yeah. like, actually it's like, we're not, it hasn't, it hasn't been an easy path. We've had these ups and I'd be like, wow, I didn't know that. That's yeah. so amazing. Yeah. You know, interesting. But part of it to me just feels very, you're looking for attention for some reason you're really trying to blow your family up i don't i don't get it yeah and i'm not saying marriage is perfect and i i don't even like i don't even care like you do you y'all if it makes sense for your marriage and like good for you yeah but again they have a children who are kind of adults they're that are are gonna have a lot of trauma from this yeah which is what i'm like this is seeming selfish and weird keep it in a circle and everybody do group family therapy together yeah, it's very selfish yeah i don't i don't like it at all yeah so i had like a, a, a lots of conflicted mixed emotions because i was like okay i appreciate her vulnerability i appreciate that she's honest but then i'm also like i but I, do i need to know this stuff is this stuff that needs to occupy no. my fucking headspace no, no. answer is no no I, it's so and she creep. keeps changing her story which is another thing which i and don't she's like either also just like tethered to tupac mm-hmm. like in a way where it's like, okay, but you did also marry. Yes, another but the person. thing is, she, from what I understand, they were just very good friends. They went to high school together. They were just good friends, and they happened mm-hmm. to like come through Hollywood together, and like, but they actually never made. It was never sexual. Mm-hmm. They never crossed that line. 
But there is a part of it where it's like that. But she's still like hanging on to it for like celebrity's sake, which just feels weird. Yeah, Again, it just feels she, weird. She's famous in her own. Like exactly, you we don't, don't need, need to, to be. Yes, that's what I mean too. It's yeah. just like just keep doing t- doing your craft and stuff. You yeah. don't need to be trying to be in the spotlight and totally. the eye by sharing these super intimate details of your relationship. Yeah, I mean, do you do you want people to know? that privacy side I feel like there's there's a part of it where you want to keep it a little bit whether or not public eye thinks it's away or not it doesn't matter it's just like why is all of it being exposed yeah and then she's like now like kind of saying some of it isn't true some of it is true from what I've she's seen, also like, says that like her and Will are going to be getting back together yeah, right and I just can't keep up <laughs> it's, it's just are a you lot. or are you not yeah Do it's you, just a lot, uh, well, it's I, just a lot. I, I don't I think it's very strange, but whatever, to each their own. In in light of memoirs, we have to talk about Britney, Britney Spears. Yeah, I know. Do we have you are you reading it? I haven't, but I'm gonna Should read we it. listen to it? Because Michelle Williams is doing the voice. I cannot and I wait. feel like there's been a lot of commentary about her. So much commentary and I So I feel like I need to just listen to Michelle Williams. I will absolutely listen. Yeah. I love I wonder what that selection process was like. I'm surprised they didn't pick like a southern I know. Like somebody like from the South. Because Britney has a very thick Southern Very draw. Southern. So, you know, it's like, here's the thing. And I'll, I'll, I'll make this very brief. I have a soft spot for Britney. Okay. Because I, you know, she was like the childhood star that yes. I kind of like grew up following. Right. And even when I was a little girl, I remember watching some of the things she was going through and going like, why are people treating her like that? So, for example, on TV, do you have your breasts done? Right. What? What do you, are you a virgin? Yeah. Are you saving yourself for marriage? And I remember at like seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years old being like, why are they asking her that on national television? Yeah. Right. And we've talked about this in the past. Yeah. Then she has kids. This is before I even had kids. And I'm like, why are they in her face about everything with her children? And she got in trouble for driving with her son in her lap. Right. Do you remember yes, that? Yes, yes, yes. If yes. you're from the sticks, yeah. like I am, yeah. your parents let you drive in their lap everywhere. I mean, okay, like I was not from the sticks and we didn't even wear seatbelts. No. And we didn't have car seats. Like once you were like a toddler, you were in the regular right. car. So maybe it's a generational thing. Then, yes, right? like, but also I think the amount yeah. of times I rode in my parents lap, like to the grocery store, which was like miles away. Yeah. I cannot put it like I used to drive the car home, like from our subdivision. Like my dad would like put his hands down. And I would like steer the whole thing with like, could not touch the brakes if I tried. Yeah. Again, would I do that if I was a celebrity? Probably not because again, you're under the, you know, an eye, yeah. whatnot. Um, her children were ripped out of her hands at a very postpartum time. Yes, that of her was before, life. like we, which is kind of wild to think that, like, we didn't acknowledge postpartum until like recently. But when she was having kids, postpartum wasn't even a thing. She got pregnant with her second, and within the same year of having her first, yeah. so she, the, her kids are, it's two under two. Yeah, because I looked all this up. I'm like, she had a baby, then had another one, like boom, boom, right. And then there's all this stuff about um, her performing at the VMAs and like she like kills like the dress rehearsal and she sees Justin and then she's it's the one she's like fumbling everywhere and everyone's like, where are her abs? Okay. And I'm like, she just had she a baby. had a, her second baby within <laughs> two years of it. You know, so then there's parts where I'm like, oh my God, I feel so bad for her. Yes. 
anyway, I'm bringing this up because I love Justin Timberlake. I always have. I always thought he was an amazing artist. Yes. I think he's like funny. I love all of his stuff. And some of the things she's saying about him, which I'm going to call her out on this because yes. she says she's trying not to dig anything up and like call people out. But she calls him out. out. Okay. I do want to say that he was also a child at the time and they were both fucking teenagers. He probably had managers and people telling them like, you know, telling them to do things that, you know, I I don't think we can just be like, fuck that guy. Yeah. But I do think that it's problematic that he was treated like such a star when she was in her lowest low and everyone was like, did you bang that? And then they're like, are you a virgin to right. her? Yes. And just showing the difference of like gender roles. And yes. Whatever. Yes. So I'm not, it's, I'm not necessarily, he's not really my creep, but well, I thought what you were going to mention was she had an abortion. Well, yeah, that too. And then and he so, was like very pushy about it. So right. she said, obviously he's going to be pushy about of course. it. Of course. Like, this is the thing. Somebody's not going to want to have a baby and somebody wants to have the baby. So like if it's, your body the idea is that it's your choice if you succumb to the pressure of your boyfriend or your husband or your partner not wanting to have a baby and you choose to have an abortion there's a lot of shit i have to imagine that goes on mentally with that decision but ultimately if you don't want to do something you should not do it so then to call somebody out i do have an issue with like making him to be the bad guy for really expressing his opinion when he was young himself and not wanting to have a kid. Mm -hmm. I get why men don't want to have kids. But also I feel like he, the way that she said he showed up for her was like really bad. And it's like, well, I'm not really sure what you expect from a teenage boy. Right. You know, who's his example and what is he being told to do? Who's there like, oh, this is painful. This is um, something that she'll never get over. You know, yes. it's like he has no nobody idea. Nobody understands the magnitude of that decision right. or like, or the emotional effect that decision is going to have on her. And she probably doesn't even realize it until she's fucking 40 when she's writing this book. Well, and that was what I was going to say too. And again, like, and I have to imagine forever, he but has had kids in, in now the interim. He has kids. Yeah. So who knows if he would even have made the, this decision with hindsight. Right. Exactly. And I think the other thing too is, is that she was so young and so managed and so controlled that the choice wasn't even really something she thought about. Right. He was so managed and so controlled and whatever. I don't really think he could digest that thing either. And I'm sure that's such a harder situation because it's like you're under a microscope like and so many things are outside your control. So anyway, I just wanted to mention, I think that I kind of feel like she's calling him out so strongly. I also do feel like, you know, a lot of the stuff she went through, she should call a lot of people out. Yeah. Um, but you know, I would like to hear the book and read it. I also think Brittany, like, you know, she's got some things going on. Like we are, yeah, I'm kind of intrigued. I really want to read the book or hear the book. I read Jessica Simpson's book and let me tell you, I read it in like 30 minutes. Not really. I, it was like I read it well, in a few I hours. I don't think it's a very long book. It's I think not. it's like over 200 but pages. wow, it was a, a page turner. <laughs> I mean. Well, it's also stuff that like we really remember. Yes. So like you are going through, like you're hooked because it's like a time period in your life that like 
is vivid. Oh my God. And I go back and I'm like, wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 It is a good one. So, I mean, I want to read it because I'm interested and, you know, I'm always like rooting for her. I want her to get herself together. It is strange. Like we talked about celebrity couples and stuff Mm -hmm. like a few episodes ago. She dated her now soon to be ex-husband for a very long period of time. It always boggles my mind. Then when they get married and then it's like. And then it's such a rapid divorce. It's like, but you dated for six years. So what happened in marriage that was so crazy that you couldn't even last a year? And he is like, I hate her now. Is he? Yeah, he's like very mad at her and like says she was like physically like, like she was angry. And I think he said that she like hit him and. Uh She was crazy, but then like up until they got married, right. they were so in love. So right. I don't know. Yeah, it's bizarre. but she had a prenup and oh, I hope so. She yeah, yeah. yes, yeah. So I don't know if that you know I don't know if he, he thought if he married her like I don't know. Yeah, why like marry he was her there if she, for the money? Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. so because whatever. But anyway, yeah. so I don't really have like a creep creep, but I just wanted to bring that memoir up. I think there's so much loaded shit behind it. There are probably if we, should, we actually listen to it, there's probably like 45 creeps that come out of that we will yes. listen slash read and yeah. get back to y'all <laughs> on that this is a new homework assignment we're giving ourselves i'm here for it okay, okay. um we gotta talk about your trip okay japan yes yeah but before okay. i'm gonna pause this because i'm gonna make us two more drinks okay. <laughs> we're back cups have been refilled <laughs> <laughs> i literally stopped the podcast to fill our glass i looked over we both had empty glasses i'm like this, this can't go okay. on this is not okay okay all right tell me why oh wait where should i start do you have questions okay no I, you just begin i'll, I'll, I'll inter- ask okay like i'll break in all right listen. tell me about this is what i've been dying to know how was your trip okay go. so we fuck man tokyo and japan is another fucking planet if it's on your bucket list, it needs to be moved to the top. Okay. It is 10 out of 10, 15 out of 10. And okay. it exceeded every expectation I had for that trip. It was so much fun, but in such like a, it's a city vacation. So you're tired. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you know, those city vacations where you're walking a lot, where you're just exploring, mm-hmm. but we had so much time in each place. Like we get to Tokyo, we stay at a, a moderately priced hotel hotels were our bi- biggest expense but i will say like the yen is not very strong right now so if you're going to go to japan like probably now's a great time to do it because food was cheap everything else we did was not expensive the hotels were the most expensive part are they nice like are they like whatever? yeah so we stayed at we stayed at brands that we knew um i think we stayed at an ac which is maybe a marriott mm-hmm they're small city hotels like you would find in New York. Okay, so like not much space. Not much space. It is a bed, a king-size bed, thank God, because in Europe you can never get a fucking king-size no. bed. Um, A little bit of like a banquette, little like couch area, and like a bathroom. That's kind of exposed, you know, like yeah. to the rest of the room. We're not in the room a ton, but we do take like afternoon naps or yeah. like a little relaxation because like we're walking. We walked... RAO was tracking like almost 10 miles a day or more than wow. 10 miles a day. So you're doing like New York City. We're stomping. doing New York City. Yeah. And so the first four nights we were in Tokyo, we stayed in Ginza, which is a very high end neighborhood with a lot of like almost like the design district, but fucking blocks and blocks like way bigger. Mm-hmm. It's Manhattan, way bigger, way cleaner. Mm-hmm. 
the amount of people that are in Tokyo is, it is a lot? just so much people. So, so when you're wild. like walking around and then you're like, I want to go back to the hotel. Are you getting on a train? Are yeah, you we did on- the subway a couple of times. We did just walk back. And does your phone work? You can yes, find we Google map okay. everything. Thank God for fucking technology. We did Google translate a ton. Mm-hmm. It's not like I said it was the best culture shock that I haven't experienced in a while. Like I have really say this from a place of privilege traveled Europe extensively and I don't feel culture shock when I go abroad anymore like Mm -hmm. it feels very familiar Uh even if it's places I've never been there's something about Europe that just feels like homey homey yeah like feels like places we've been and it's very cool to explore but like English is very accessible it's easy to get around like the food is like things you know it's not like super wild and like those are my questions i have i want to know about what you ate yeah but like japan was the best culture shock i haven't experienced in a long time we google translate like we would just take photos or we would just like i would type our destination and just show it to the cab driver so Uh he knew we were where we were going okay people spoke very limited english nobody's trying to cater to you which i like um so the fourth first four days were in ginza and i really love that neighborhood it was accessible to like a lot of other parts of the city. And then we did four nights in Kyoto, which was a much bigger city than I anticipated. But Tokyo has like, it's almost like Times Square. A lot of their neighborhoods have so many lights, so much mm-hmm. activity, so much like stimulus. You don't even know where to look. Way nicer than a Times Square. But Kyoto is still very much a big city, but not so much lights, no lights and no kind of like extra extraness mm-hmm. and are, is it like you're walking down the street and people are like in bars and restaurants or they're shopping yes. or like what yes i will say okay. business people working like yes. what the whole tokyo opens late like to find a spot and because the time change is 13 hours ahead it's also an amazing time change when you're traveling because when we're awake Everybody here in the States is sleeping. When you guys are awake, we're sleeping. Mm -hmm. So if you are working, like you have a nine to five, you have to check in with email and stuff like Aria, Albert, Mm -hmm. my husband, like they had to like check in sometimes to see what was going on in work. They would time it. So like it was either at the end of everybody's day. So nobody would annoy them Mm -hmm. or was that the before anybody woke up. Uh, Gotcha. So like it was good because there was only certain times you could talk to people right and so you could really be disconnected you have you could, no choice yes like, yeah you could only be where you are mm-hmm. which was amazing then i forgot where i was going with that but but i was saying like the whole city you were yeah like there's like people like working yes like eating so like, like because of the time change we woke up sometimes at like 5 30 in the morning oh you, and there's not much open and there's not saying. much open like things don't open until like nine o'clock even okay. coffee shops. Really? There's a shit ton of Starbucks and they open early like seven or eight. But, but a real like. But like if you wanted to do like a local coffee shop or something like nothing's open until nine o'clock, which is to us hilarious because everything here is open so early. Right. But I think they just work late. And I think they work late and then they party. So and like they're they sleep in a little bit. So they sleep in a little bit and they start their day like a little bit later. Okay. So I that was like behind that. So can I, <laughs> but by the, but the time change, like in the jet lag kind of fucks you. So like yeah, yeah, by yeah. the time you're used to that is the time that you're like you're going leaving. back home. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So for Tokyo, my highlights were, we did the go-kart thing, which was fucking hilarious. We each got in a go-kart. 
at nighttime, drove in the street with cars, and they're on the other side of the road. Uh huh. And we're driving through major intersections, like the big, big crosswalks that you see where people are like not just crossing horizontal and vertically, but they're crossing diagonally. And it's like a shit ton of people. We're, we're driving through those neighborhoods. We're having so much fun. It is just mayhem. I don't even understand like how you can do how that. I'm doing it, how this is even legal. But we had a blast. We had like it was a, it was so good. So that was my highlight in Tokyo. We did. We didn't made no dinner reservations. We just, just walked went into places and just wandered. How was the sushi? I mean, it fucking was phenomenal. Everywhere? Everywhere. I will say it's like, I don't think I ate any edamame that just mm-hmm. wasn't on the table. Lots of nigiri. It's pretty much all nigiri mm-hmm. hand rolls. There are like sushi rolls, but that was kind of far and few between. You order for the most part. A lot of places are iPads. So you just like, so you just order and like, they just bring the food to you, which is kind of dangerous because you just order so much. And also like it's it, when you're seeing it, it's probably not in English, right? So no, but you know, like, you know, Toro. Yes. Okay. Yes. Everything has a picture and there are some English menus, especially with the iPads. There was a place we went to in Tokyo that w- was like super local. Nobody spoke English, no iPads. And we Did just, just kind like- of pointed to stuff and then we looked at the menu that was in J- Japanese and we tried to Google translate as much as we can. And then like you had to write down what you wanted on mm-hmm. a piece of paper. So Aria like just, just tried traced to the Japanese word. Oh my God. And we ended up getting what we wanted, but it was just kind of a mission compared yeah. to everything else. We did conveyor belt sushi, which was so uh-huh. much fun. Like the belt kind of, well, it goes all the way around. And then like when it gets to your table, the conveyor belt opens up and like your sushi just slides in. Oh my God. They serve everything. Like I ordered a beer and the beer came down the conveyor. Oh my gosh. And then it opened in. Did you like the beer? The beer all was the great. Japanese it was beer. all Kirin and yeah. like Sapporo. Okay. And then at the table, they have hot water, like a hot water dispenser mm-hmm. and they give you matcha powder mm. and you just make your own matcha tea. Oh, how fun. Which was amazing. So- Okay, food. Okay. I have a lot of questions about food. Yeah. So obviously you ate all the sushi. We every ate day. sushi every day. What was the, lunch and breakfast? Like when you wake okay, up? Okay, breakfast. We had good hotel breakfast when we were at the hotel. And we had, I mean, we ran and we got coffee for most days for yeah. our breakfast. Like when we were in Kyoto, we had an amazing Airbnb. It was probably my favorite place to stay. And we just walked around the neighborhood we found the coffee shop mm-hmm. ordered coffee got like a couple of like baked goods that they yeah. had and that was our breakfast we weren't like big breakfast. you're not eating like yeah yeah no i'm a big breakfast person here but there but like, wasn't uh, yeah but and also when you're traveling you don't really necessarily have like breakfast lunch and dinner yeah. i'm more like what were your other meals like wow well, so did lunch you eat? was like sushi we just went to sushi spots and dinner was same sushi. or like <laughs> yeah it was just sushi or izakayas which are more like one place we went to after the go-kart, we had to kind of walk down these stairs. We had to take our shoes off. You had to sit on pillows. Like it was mm-hmm. kind of traditional, but then it was more izakaya, like bar food. So like come like fried fish and okay, definitely probably like Japanese tapas, like mm-hmm. meant to share. And it was all different kinds of things, not sushi. So we didn't, weren't eating sushi. We were eating what they would consider maybe bar food. So there's, it's just so much fish, right? Yeah. It's all like predominantly fit. Okay. So this is the thing too. I don't eat meat. Right. 
And place for the most part, places are segmented. So it's sushi or it's Wagyu or Kobe beef. Right. Like you don't get. We had to ask like our hotel concierge for our last night. We're like, is there any place that serves both? And there really weren't many. Mm. There we got our last meal was at this place that did this tasting that had some meat on the menu as well as fish okay. and that was more mixed but for the most part everything is separate so you're going to like another restaurant for the beef for the beef and you're going Do people for eat like, is it chicken Do anyone eat yeah chicken? they eat chicken like a lot of their street food is like fried chicken or like all your, different kinds of right. parts of the chicken mm-hmm. all different kinds of meats but restaurants i mean everything is kind of separated they have 7-Elevens and like gas stations and not gas stations, but like convenience stores that we would go to and run and get snacks. Mm-hmm. But like if you needed Advil or Tylenol, you have to go to a pharmacy and the pharmacy doesn't open up until fucking 10 a.m. And it's like located in a weird spot. But is it like you don't need a prescription? You just get whatever you want or you do need a prescription for certain stuff. But then a lot of stuff is over the counter. But okay. like Jaime was having like a stomach issue one day. And I was like, fuck, all right. So I'm, I, I, I want to know who had the bellyache. I'm like, who? It ate? was Jaime. It, it was Jaime. Jaime. Okay. Yeah. It was more of a hangover than anything else. Okay. But he. What do you need? Like Imodium? Or? <laughs> yeah. And, I, and it's so funny. Or Tums Because these were the things that I was like, we should pack. Gas X. Like, things yeah, yeah. like, right. And he was like, no, 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 I'll be fine. I was like, okay. So we get, you know, and he's having a stomach thing. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll run to the 7-Eleven. Here, 7-Elevens have everything. Mm-hmm. There, No. They have like weird fucking food, all mm-hmm. shit that you didn't mm-hmm. think would be like a pr- like ramen segment, and segment, like, segment. Sorry, se- yeah. side side segment. Do they have any like weird like like a snack where you're like, oh my god? Well, like their snacks are like squid crackers, and uh-huh, like uh-huh. they have these crackers that are like paper thin that you could see the whole shrimp like okay. pressed inside it, of it. Oh. You know, like I ate yeah. like a little baby octopus with a quail egg inside. They have all like they do have a lot of random stuff. That's well, I I mean save I, it because I want to know about where I'm gonna. These are where my questions come yeah. in. I want to know the weirdest thing you ate. Yeah, yeah. But we'll get there. So and, like, and I you, also want to know about you, it, there was one po- one picture you posted okay. where you're in like a robe and it looks like you're gonna go to sleep. Was that the Airbnb? Yes. And <laughs> so the bed is like super low to the ground. Okay, so mm-hmm. our Airbnb there was this room. It was a really nice two bedroom. We each had our own bathroom attached to our bedroom, which was great. We had, and then downstairs was a half bath and what they call an onsen, which is like a hot, like a, it's not a hot tub because it doesn't blow bubbles or anything, but it's a low pool that you could fill up Okay. and not a a pool, a bath. And it's like a square bath and you could fill it up with like hot water and it kind of leads out to the outside. Did you do it? But it's enclosed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. I sat in it for like hours and we all sat in it. Like we all together. Yeah. All four of us just sat and like fucking we made Albert like make us tea and just like and and part of like the Airbnb gave us these. Those robes, right? Robes. And I'm not going to pronounce it correctly, but it's called like a yukata or yukata or something. And it's like a springtime kimono. So it's more lightweight. Okay. But we wore them and we're like, we're taking family photos in these. Mm -hmm. Like we set up this picture and we all lined up and like put on these all put on our yukatas and like just fucking had so much fun. And the best part was, was, you know, we're like trying to take these photos and they're terrible. And Albert is like, (laughs) so funny. Ari is like, Albert, just stand over here. Like you're annoying me. Like this is annoying. Mm -hmm. Like just stand here. And Albert's like, you're annoyed. 
I'm annoyed. I'm dressed as a Japanese man, like <laughs> pretending to be like in a kimono. Like, what? This is ridiculous. But I'm participating, so like, if you're annoyed, I'm annoyed. And oh I was God. dying laughing. It was just so funny. Oh wait, uh, also how how they do like with that was our first trip without the kitties. It wasn't their first trip. I kind of lied. Oh, it was their they first though? trip like abroad. Yeah, they were fine. I mean, they're like, they were like peace. We're yeah, good. bye. Yeah, they okay. don't. Yeah, they. Yeah, they FaceTime them. There were certain days where I was like, fuck, I didn't talk to anybody today. Like it is. That's where I think the time change helps. Right. Because it's like you either catch them before school, which mm-hmm. is chaotic, or you catch them right before they're going to go to bed. And yeah, and my friend's kids are just older. They're seven and four. They're boys. They're yeah. like, hi, mom. They don't Bye. play. They're like, no. hey, no, no. I mean, the only time. So I've we did Hawaii and then Ireland. Hawaii, it's it's a little similar where it's not quite as far, but, um, usually when they were going to bed, like we were just waking up or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. I could like watch them. Well, that was, like was just was, Charlie, right? Uh, it was just Charlie. Yeah. And then Ireland was Harper and Charlie yeah. and there was, it was six hours. Yeah. So it was okay. It was fine. Yeah. No, they were, I mean, no, they've traveled a lot like you guys for weddings and stuff yeah. like that. But this was the first big trip that was like, really far away Mm -hmm. and it is it's far away yeah the flight fucking kills you and you realize like how how was the flight that was a the flight's intense we flew from our first leg there was miami to dallas which was fine that's Mm -hmm. an easy and then dallas to tokyo was 13 hours Mm. there was points in that flight where i like looked at ari and albert i was like holy fucking shit this is very long Jaime so was having do? a blast. Jaime was like working and playing video games and like, like me. Watching I was just, TV. Yeah. Like, I was trying to sleep, which just wasn't successful. But I will say, I think the flight back was worse. It was Tokyo to LA, which was 10. And then LA home mm. to Miami, which was like five. And that last five just fucking killed me. I was so, like a zombie because I didn't sleep at all coming back. And the five hours was just like, they don't serve a meal. They're yeah. just kind of, they hate you, the air, yeah. you know, and it's just like an old plane. And I was just like, this Get fucking me home. sucks. Yes. Wait. And then when you came back, how was your jet lag? Were you just, you stayed up back, so you were we, so tired? Or? Yeah. We got home at like four thirty on a f- Tuesday. I stayed up until maybe like seven thirty, eight o'clock. I woke up maybe like five. I taught my regular schedule Wednesday, which is pretty like morning to night. And then the next day I felt it. I had to take a nap. I would say it took me like two full days to acclimate and I felt pretty decent by Friday. And then when you were there, how'd you acclimate there? It was okay. It was like we were just waking up early. Early. All of us were. Were you tired early? No. uh, Or did you kind of get your like... We kind of like it's got my, a second win. Like we would do a lot of sightseeing in the morning, like uh-huh. early part of the afternoon. We would eat lunch and then we would make our way back to the hotel. And like chill. from like three to five, we would chill. And then we would all start getting ready for dinner. And then we would have dinner from like six. And we didn't really stay out late. We went to, we did karaoke, which one I was going to say, did you guys party so at all? We didn't like party party. They're, my friends aren't like super partiers. Mm-hmm. And when you're sightseeing all day, it's like you're tired. You are going to, if you're susceptible to hangovers, you're going to lose a whole fucking day, which what's the point of that? But we did do karaoke, which was a blast. I mean, we would, I mean, not party. We stayed out to like midnight. Mm -hmm. We weren't just out until like all hours of the night, but we did do this area called golden guy. 
in the neighborhood of Shinjinku, which is all of these, like, I think there's over 200 little, little bars. Like, Jaime had a duck to get into, like, the doorways. Uh-huh. And they're not even the size, or they are maybe the size of your dining room table. It's literally, like, Teeny. four to six stools across. That's all that, how many people could fit in. And there's a bartender. And they're, like, tiny houses, but for mm. bars. I love that. And they're just, like all next door to one another. And Mm. they're in this just little enclave outside of like this neighborhood. It was hilarious. It was really fun. Very unique, Uh but also a tourist trap. Yeah. There's really no Japanese people there. It's really everybody that's like coming to visit. So it's a, you know, a different vibe, but it was very cool and worth going to. Did everybody have a good time? Like, was everyone like, Oh my God, this trip was ridiculous. Several times. Like Jaime was like afterwards was like, thank you so much for planning that. I had such a great time. Mm -hmm. It made me want to take more trips with friends. This was like the first trip that we took with another couple. Couple, Yeah. And it worked out so well. We were all on the same schedule. Nobody had a lot of shit. If somebody was passionate about doing something, we did it. Like the boys wanted to do a samurai museum. We yeah. did it. We made them dress up as samurais. We like, we did the <laughs> whole like, thing. You're like, well, if you're going to do it. Yeah, if you're going to do it, you're going to go all in. Yeah. And we had so much fun. But for the most part, like everybody was easy just going. Super chill, yeah. I was like, we just want to see stuff and we just yeah. want to like explore and we see what we see and that's all that it is. And like, I'm sure there's a million other things we could have done, but it was just like, get up. Seems like a, you guys did a lot though. We picked a neighborhood a day. Uh-huh. We explored the neighborhood. We did a little bit of Googling to see if like there was stuff around mm-hmm. that was worthwhile. We did some major tourist attractions, saw some temples. Mm-hmm. You get to a point like you do in Europe when you're, you're like, I see a church. I've seen them all. Like yeah. I've seen a temple. I've seen them all. If I were to show you a picture right now of a temple, I can't even tell you if what right. I, the name of the temple. So yeah. certain stuff is like, there are certain things that you see on Instagram. I thought, um, I'm going to get the, hold on. I'm gonna have to Google cause I don't want to screw up the name, but there were a couple of shrines in Kyoto that I thought were, we did the bamboo forest in Kyoto and you see a lot of pictures of it and it's not a forest. It's more of a grove. And so it's much tinier than I thought. And the thing is, is like, there's a shit ton of people. If you're not mm-hmm. waking up at like six o'clock or seven o'clock, there's going to be massive amounts of people at all of these. I was going to say, is it very touristy? Very touristy. You still want to go. Who's and you there? Wanna see it. A lot of Europeans or like Americans or who's who's trying everybody because I'm sorry, but for us, it's yeah. far. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. I'm sure it's, yeah. um, a lot of people go. Yeah. Like my brother's Australian. There's a ton of Australians because it's like an eight hour oh, trip okay. from Australia. So New Zealand, Australia, other parts of lots of Chinese people. Yeah. Um, Koreans. I'm just curious, like, who's all, like, the totally, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, L.A.'s not that far. So West Coast people, it's it's only 10 hours. So a lot of, you know. West Coast. Yes. But, all right. Ideally, you could, like, like, ideally, it'd be, like, spend a night in L.A. and then go. You know what I mean? Because it's, like, that's such a long flight. My friends, my friend Rachel's parents just said that. They're, like, they have a daughter in L.A., so they did, like, a night or two in L.A., and Mm -hmm. then they went to Tokyo. Just to like break it up and yes. like help with the hours and yes. all that. And I think that does probably Time help. change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then in Kyoto, so I would say like bamboo forest, not 100% worth it to go. Because you're just like, oh, it's more because touristy. Because it's, it's very touristy. It's not as big as you want. And like, 
it's a lot of bamboo in one spot. But honestly, I feel like you could get the full effect on a video of Instagram. Right. But you're going to go because you're there and why not go? But there was another um, shrine called Fushimi Inari Tayasha, which is 10,000 of these orange arches. And you see a lot of people like walking through. There were so many people at the start, but it's a two and a half mile walk. Mm-hmm. up until like the peak i think you posted about i posted that, right? a lot and because it was really beautiful and the more you walk the less people there are because it and like it's actually it filters out and right. it is it's tiring and it's a lot of fucking steps uh-huh. but it is really beautiful and like it's pretty amazing and so that was a thousand percent worth it if you right. could just funnel through the crowd because we weren't really waking up early to do this stuff. We were just meandering and just like Mm -hmm, when we went, mm -hmm. we went. So that was that, that shrine and the go-karts were probably like my highlights. We did a tour of the fish markets in Tokyo, Mm -hmm. which were awesome. There's these outer fish markets, a bunch of food stands, like people making matcha, people grilling, making. And are you just like walking through like buying? Yes. Little snacks, little things like lots of mochi, um, they're big into their knives. So there was like a couple of good knife shops, mm-hmm. lots of sushi, lots of like um, cooked eel, grilled eel, mm-hmm. um, wagyu, like on sticks, mm. chicken on sticks. They're very famous for their omelets. So lots of omelet making. Mm-hmm. And then the f- newer fish market is where they do the tuna auctions. And that happens at like four, five or four thirty in the morning. And we weren't making that, but they, we did a tour of that and then there's like a row of sushi spots that you could eat at at the fish market. So we ate there. We took the bus. We took the train. We just like we did as much as possible. We also did um, from Kyoto. We took the train to Osaka for a night for dinner, which was like 30 minutes out. Mm-hmm. Osaka was awesome. Very much like Tokyo. It was on a canal. Lots of big lights. That was very cool. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say like I would probably go back to Osaka, but I don't think for this trip, I don't regret not staying there. Yeah. Cause you know, like you didn't have is, that much time either. No, like I think we had, I feel good. And I, and even my friend Aria said the same thing. Like I don't feel a need to go back to Tokyo. Yeah. And I don't feel a need to go back to Kyoto. And that was my goal was like, right. You wanted to see what you I saw. wanted to like immerse myself in those two spots we got to a place where we could venture and not use the maps to get back. Mm. We knew where we were and that I really loved. I don't need to like experience it again. I would do Tokyo again just because there's always, I think things to do in a big city, but Kyoto, I feel really good about. We did a food tour at Kyoto. It's very old school meets new school. So a lot of like the city is still like traditional Japanese Mm -hmm. houses. You see a lot of geishas, people dressed up as geishas, which we didn't do. It just, I don't know. I don't, that part didn't appeal to me. I know a lot of people that Mm -hmm. do that stuff and that just wasn't something that interests me, but a lot of like Japanese people go to Kyoto dressed to take photos Mm -hmm. and to like make an experience of it. Mm -hmm. And that was, I liked, there was a lot of tradition in Kyoto. Yeah. It was probably cool to see very much so. And there's a lot more like religious temple stuff. That's where Mm -hmm. the bamboo grove was. That's where the, um, the orange arch shrine was. And we got like, and our Airbnb was very comfortable, but it was an experience that was, it's a place you really, you need to go in order to like 
appreciate and it it's another planet in the best way yeah like it was so cool wait and would you go back yeah 1000 percent. would, would go you back. do like more like the country I would, yeah or? i would probably do more countries there's there's islands there's beaches yeah there's a lot on like the probably the west coast I also got to see my cousin oh, who yeah, I haven't yeah. seen. In and like, her kids, right? Yes, and I got to meet two of her kids. Her husband's in the Navy. They've been stationed out there for like, I want to say like five or six years. So when we we did Tokyo for four nights, Kyoto for four nights, and the last two back in Tokyo, the, those last two nights we got to see her, hang out with her, went to a museum with the kids. It was just really nice. What's her like, life there? I mean, is, is she, she good is, or is she like... she? She's a substitute teacher at like the base school mm-hmm. and her kids go to the school on base. She's kind of over Japan at the mm-hmm. moment, but she's been there for six years. It is very formal. Yeah. It's very polite. When I tell you that when you walk the street, there is no jaywalking. If the light, if the crosswalk says don't walk, nobody is walking to the point where we stopped at a street that was literally the size of your dining table. We could have leaped over it and we stopped. There's no walking. There was no walking. Yeah. You wait for the walk sign. Mm-hmm. Everybody's very respectful. There is no eating or drinking in the street. So there's mm-hmm. no trash cans in the street. Mm. It's an extremely clean, clean city, which yeah. is wild to me because where does all this, <laughs> yeah, but where does all this trash goes? But right. nobody's eating or consuming things in the street. Right. If you're eating stuff at like a food stand, you're staying at the food stand and you're getting and rid they're of gonna it there. take your garbage. Right. And what we learned sort of towards the tail end of our trip is like if you go into a seven eleven or a Lawson's, which is what their convenience store is, they'll take your trash for you even if you're not a customer. But for the most part, there's no public trash. And like there's no bags and stuff or like you use No, kind of the idea is like you know this going ahead. So like you bring a bag, right, right. You'll carry your trash with I you. I do appreciate that a lot. Like I feel yeah. like we need to adopt that here. Yeah, it's just like when you're not used to that and if you you're don't. drinking like a bottle of water and you're right. like holding onto the water bottle all day, it just gets like really we can't get one fucking trash can. Yeah. So that's yeah. like very unique and like then you do feel weird when you're taking a sip of the bottle of water in public or you're eating your snack and there's certain times where you're just like, fuck it. I'm fucking hungry. (laughs) And this is where we are and this is what we're doing. But so that was kind of, that took an adjustment. I'm trying to think like what other, like, Oh my God, the toilets. Oh yeah. yeah, Were the fucking, like I am going to about to spend probably a thousand dollars on a new toilet. It is, a Japanese toilet is probably the best investment. But why? Because what? what? <sighs> it's so good. The and spray? I'm so obsessed. And I'm so upset that I was like constipated for a lot of this trip, which just vacation does but that always, to me. always, that's always, 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 does always, it to me. always. Like, but we wait, would check in with the bidet. Like, yes. What? So there's so many the bidets. Yes, the, okay. So the seat is warm. Yeah. So like, I already know where oh we're my going God. With this. So you like sit down and it's so fucking cozy to be on a warm top toilet. This is like seat. Hawaii too. Everywhere you go, you sit on a so warm good. seat. So good. Then there's like a lot of bidet options. You could spray up your butt. You could go forward. You could, you uh-huh. could like change the position of the spray. You could change the intensity. It like comes out. Goes. Yes. Yeah. Like me and Aria were like, but if you lean a certain way, oh, well, you yeah, get, then yeah. you're getting yeah. your splishy splash. <laughs> yes. It's so good. Like I literally was sitting on the toilet one day and I was giggling so hard and Jaime was sleeping and I woke him up. He's like, what is happening in there? I was like, it is so much fun. Like I'm just like playing around with all the pressure. 
they have a blow dryer option so it like blow dries your butthole like you know zach is, is obsessed <laughs> with these toilets i we have a bidet upstairs <sighs> by the way we it's i may not just good. go use it just it's called it. like a like a splat like a whatever it's just like this attachment that you yes. put and you can have warm water come out whatever yeah it's like a little handle and you like turn it anyway he we, we went to hawaii they had one of those where it's like i mean you sit on this toilet it's warm in the middle of the night so the good spray comes out it sprays every part of your being yes. you know it's like this thing is ridiculous it has lights in it it's like it's homes. so good it's so good but it's not just that like Every hotel has it. Every Airbnb has it. Every public toilet has it. And every public toilet also has a noise making option. Like there's a button on the side of the wall Mm -hmm. and you press it and it starts to like sound like running water. Hmm. So the privacy aspect. Yeah. You're just like, this is it. If I have to poop, like I'm okay. Yeah. Everything is fine. And like, and then I could clean. I'm not a bidet lover. I know it turned me into it. It was so good. I wasn't really into it either, but it was no, I know people love it. Phenomenal. So the (laughs) toilets were like another part of the culture shock that I was like, I'm here for this. It was just a really fun trip. It was a trip that like you plan a lot, you get so excited about and you get nervous or at least I do that. Like, is it going to live up to the expectation? We've had so much, you know? Yeah. And then you so go much and energy like, towards it and like, and it not only lived up to, but like exceeded. exceeded yeah. And then like you spend it with two of your, like your very good friends. Yeah. And it's the first time you travel together and you're like, oh my God, we should do this more often. Yeah. We're having such a good time. It was just like so crazy and memories we're going to have for a lifetime. And we just had so much fun. It was just, it was it was just so much fun. That is so great. Yeah, I'm so happy we did it. And I was like very stressed before a lot of things. Yeah, you before. were you had a lot. But I mean, I knew when you were going, I was like, this is gonna be a great trip. Yeah. Yeah. And it really was. And and we didn't overplan by any stretch of the imagination. I feel like we had a lot of downtime, which was nice. But I will say it depends on who you travel with. And so obviously, you know, like there's some people they plan everything they make it to whatever or or they don't plan enough it's yeah. like you gotta have those people that are like yeah we want some plans but we also want some you know spontaneous fun like yes. when I travel I really don't like to plan a lot because I love to be pulled it a certain way and I yes. want to look at my watch and be like what time is it what do we need to do like but I do want to see stuff so yes. I don't and I know a lot of times you have to reserve things or make sure you know where you're going so I like to do like have one thing a day. Yeah. Like I want to do this today and the rest is like kind of Up around for grabs. That. And that's sort of the model of what we did. And yeah, nobody had a lot of strong opinions, but if somebody did, we respected it and mm-hmm. like we moved towards it. But everybody for the most part, same schedule, easy going, mm-hmm. just down to experience whatever. And we there's I have to imagine there's so much more that we could have seen but we were so satisfied with our trip and we and the weather was wonderful we only had one rainy day Mm -hmm. we still walked around we took some recommendations from like our hotel our concierge made us a couple of reservations which helped us out like Mm -hmm. it's funny like Ari was like so adamant about doing conveyor belt sushi the entire trip and literally our last day the concierge recommends someplace. We randomly walk into it and, and we're it's like, like, Oh my God, it's a conveyor belt sushi. And we're like, Oh my God, this is like life is so good. It's so, like, we just found our way into yeah. stuff. And so it was, 
it was really it was just yeah. really nice and we took uber we took a lot of ubers that's super accessible the taxi system is attached to uber so you could get taxis mm-hmm. we did the subways the subways are a little bit more intricate the train sy- system is a little bit more intricate so but it's super clean right super clean but like you get a ticket then you have to go and exchange it's a little bit of a process that you have to allocate some time okay. to um but worth like an easy way to get around very much like New York. You could hop hop in. anywhere, yes. go wherever you need to be. Yeah. And the city is massive. So like, where should I stay? Honestly, wherever you stay is where you're going to stay. And right. like, you are going to be moving around. So if you're somewhat in central Tokyo, like in a neighborhood that's popular, you're going to have a great time. Mm-hmm. You are going to have to travel to get to other places. That's just, the way that it is right. nothing is super central but like you and i we've lived in cities like that yes. where it's like absolutely like I, I i find public transit in other cities it's like part of the thing yes you know it's we, part of the adventure and yes we did the fish you tour, get lost like, and then we like we're like let's take the bus and then we took the bus yeah and See, it was like yeah. very simple and very easy you know um i would love to go to japan like it's definitely on my list yeah. The only other person that I really know that's close to me is my brother, and he was there for a while. He's It's his, like, number one favorite place ever. Yeah. He's done the cities, and he's done the countryside, which he says is, like, unbelievable, yeah. amazing. But you do need to be able to, like, spend time because you don't want to just go to Japan and then, like, skip out on the city and go to the country and yes. vice versa. Yeah. So he's, like... In his head, he's like, I want to go back. I want to, like, do more and, like, keep exploring. But I would love to go. I really would. That is definitely on my bucket list, and I will make it happen. Yeah. Yeah, I would say I'm happy that we did the two main big things, like the two main cities. Mm -hmm. Next time, you stop in Tokyo because you have to, but then I would branch off to, like, islands or country or, Mm -hmm. like, do some other stuff. There's way more to see in that country, and it was one of the girls that we did this food tour with was from Australia and she was doing a biking tour and her husband was meeting her, but that night she was by herself. And so she did this food tour with us at night, which was awesome. And she was just telling us like she was in very remote spots and they Mm -hmm. were just biking during the day. And like, and that sounds awesome if you're a biker, I'm not, but just to see places that you wouldn't normally Mm -hmm. see. And I'm like, I would 1000% go back to do that. But I liked what we did too. I just well, you got your like you dipped your toe in. You yes. really got to see like yeah a baseline. Yeah, you know, very a lot of good candy, lots of good candy. Oh yeah, and I, I have brought, to say yes, she brought me yeah. some. I brought you some Kit Kats. Kit Kats. They love Kit Kats, They're and they really have so good. many different kinds of flavors. We did the. I brought you the matcha ones. Mm-hmm. I brought home sake ones that I still haven't tried. Oh, I was going to um, say, are they good? Or? I have to imagine that they're. We drink a lot. I drink a lot of sake. Um, yeah, did you get drunk any night? Like, oh, yeah, you... I got drunk a couple of nights. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Our karaoke night, we got drunk. Mm. We had so much fun. It was just a private room. All the karaoke's are private rooms. It was just, so it was just the four of us just singing. What did you sing? <laughs> oh, my God. I sing a lot of rap and hip-hop. Okay. Um, and then, like, Ari and Albert and Jaime did a lot of, like, classic rock stuff. <laughs> but it was, it was just, just the so four of you, like, jamming out. I love jamming that. out. Like, literally, you pay for an hour, and then it's already two, and you're like, oh, my God, what time is it? We're just like... yeah. I didn't think that that would be so much fun because we're it just is. four people, but you just kind of get into it. No, and you, just you had a blast. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So we, yeah, that was way more fun than I thought it was going to be. And 
the night we went out to the Golden Guy, there's like the short um, bar place. We got a little tipsy. In Kyoto, we like reeled it in a little bit. It was quieter nights, mm-hmm. more homey because we were in the Airbnb, which yeah. was nice. And then Kyoto was more lively. You can't like party the whole time. I mean, you have to. No, I mean, listen. And you're tired. You're I'm jet the lag. one that probably parties out of all four mm-hmm. of us. I'm the one that probably goes out the most. Mm-hmm. The other two and Jaime really like. But did they, they, they like did it. Yeah. Did yeah, it yeah, up yeah. a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Yeah. They all had a very good time. Good. Yeah. I think for all of us, it was exceeded our expectations. It was a really fun trip. Okay, trying to time out. Else. What was the yeah. weirdest thing you ate? This will be the last question I asked. Weirdest thing I ate was that, I mean, and it's not even that weird to me, but it was that little squid. Mm-hmm. It's a, not even a squid. It's that little baby octopus. So it had all little tentacles and uh-huh. a head and it was stuffed with a quail egg. But was it fried? Was it? No, it was boiled in some probably like soy or a glaze. Was it gushy? Was it mushy? No, was it, it chewy? Was, was it? Yeah, it was chewy. Was it good? It was delicious. It was oh, great. It was and it was good. on a stick. We did a oh, lot I of like the it, markets. Yeah. Uh-huh. The markets have like, I'm not big into eel. I, I don't mind it every now and then, but there's a lot of grilled eel that you could use, like that mm-hmm. you could eat. There was a lot of like skewers of like grilled meats mm-hmm. and stuff that they ate that I didn't eat. I think being a pescatarian is a little limiting mm-hmm. because as much as they like fish, they do like their meat mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. Japan. So I didn't have as much adventure with food. Right. As I, as you, what about think. Jaime? Did he, did he, he have some like crazy stuff or, or no, anyone? He, nobody else really ventured out. Everybody was more traditional. Like we're here for sushi. Did we're anybody eat like the fish. steak and all that? Yeah. We did like Wagyu one night. Okay. And where like, they kind of grilled it. To Not order. you, but did yes. they say it was amazing? Yeah. They said like it, was it was unreal. awesome. We did a lot of like, like, Tofu, like varieties of tofu, tofu. which was okay. great. Um, I'm trying to think what else we ate that was very interesting. There was like our last meal was like, oh, which was fun. Our first night there, we get there. We have no idea where we're going. We're near the fish market, but it's closed. So we're, we walk into it mm-hmm. and it's very desolate. It's what you, th- it's like the South Street Seaport, but at night. Okay. So there's really nothing going on. It's a little murky. Okay. And there's like little alleys and we go into one and there's a sushi bar open, like a wife and a husband that just like have a bar of sushi. Okay. And we sit and we eat omakase. Mm. And it was probably our most expensive meal. Like everybody thinks we got ripped off. I don't think we did. It was 50 bucks by means that was our most expensive meal. So let's just shows you how cheap right. we were eating. And it was just like a tasting of whatever the mm-hmm. chef has. And he just oh my throws God, it out. Omakase it was, here like that is like $300. That's what I'm saying. It is insane. No, our omakase here is what? What's scratch? Like $175, 185 yeah, yeah, yeah. for it? No, we were spending 50 uh, bucks. Yeah, for, sushi. Yeah, come on. And like, it was. And you're right by the fish market. So mm-hmm. that means that fresh, fresh is so fucking fresh. Yeah. And that was. We were like, oh, we're just wandering. Just and you fell into it, that. And just fell into this mom and pop. I love and he, that. And they just had like a a sushi bar of eight stools and we just wandered and we just sat down and that's how we did the whole trip. And it was, it was really, yeah, it was just really lovely. We just had a blast of a time. So if Japan's on the list, it's on my list, keep it there. I think it's definitely a place you need to go and a place you need to go for, I liked 10 days. 
I thought 10 days was perfect. Okay. I was going to say that I was curious. Like I think it's hard for me, like not to be a buzzkill, but eight to 10 days, I think. And I think there's been a study on this. I feel like I read it. You start to be like, I want to go home. Yeah. And I think like eight days is sort of where you start to feel it. So if you go any much longer than that, you really like want to go home. I thought 10 days was perfect. I could even have done like a day less maybe. Yeah. But like doing those two spots as much as long as we did, I felt like immersed. I felt like I really Mm -hmm. saw everything that I wanted to see. I don't feel like we skipped out or were like gypped in any way. Right. And we really got to do it. If we had added a third stop, like I said, like I would have loved to spend some more time in Osaka, but taking the train and checking into a hotel, all of that kind of eats that eats part of your day. Yeah. And so I mean, listen, I know it was like a very far trip and it's your planning. That's a big one to take, but you guys can go again. And now that you've been there once before, you kind of know, okay, we've done this. We've done this. We've done this. I want to see now I want to do this, this, and this. And there's a lot that we checked off the list and I don't feel like it will be our last time in Japan. We said we would all go back. I'm coming with you next time. Yes, for sure. I am really honestly dying to go to Japan. I would. It's so on my bucket list. It's so different than anything like it's so different than Europe. It's so different than South America. It's just, it's its own. And I've been to the only other parts of Asia I've been to are Singapore and Malaysia. And it Mm -hmm. was far different than that too. The cleanliness, the like the structure, the order was very much the same, but I will say I'm not, I'm not very well traveled. So it makes me even more hungry to To go to a place where it's like, I'm not, I'm not a super traveled person. I didn't go out of the country until I was in, I lived in New York. Yeah. Like never left the country. So traveling for me is like, it's such a fun thing to do. It's and obviously it's like you plan, you think about it, you have to like budget and make sure, you know, whatever. It's overwhelming. It is. And and especially with like social media and like the, Mm -hmm. uh, and the internet in general, like, the information we have access to is so much more than what we used to. So like planning trips can be very, it's It's like, am I getting the most? Me and Aria would like constantly be exchanging things on Instagram. Like, did you see this? You you know? Right. And then to the point where like, we just stopped looking at each other's messages. And then you're like, we haven't even referenced them when we were there. Cause it's so much. You just kind of have to like give up some control and be like, and we've said this before. Just get lost in it. You see what you see. And that's your trip. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to who like, oh, you yeah. didn't go here. Oh, you didn't, like who the fuck who cares? cares? Yeah, right, right. It's about what you guys want. You know what? Yeah. All of you saw what you did, what you experienced. Yeah. I mean, I'm so glad you had a good time. I mean, I knew you would, but I'm, I, I would love to do a trip to Japan for yeah. sure. Add it to the list. And it's, I have to say like pick a, maybe another couple friend. Yeah. It's nice to do it together. Cause it could be like, you could travel very well with your partner and then there's certain situations that are a little stressful. You both don't know yeah. the language. You both don't know where the fuck you are. It's a very yeah. big city. It was nice to have four of us just kind of to be like, okay, lost. we're looking at each other. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is going to sound crazy. I told this to Zach and he was like, are you out of your mind? I would love to take the kids. Not now. Yeah. Later. No, they have later. to be way older. They have to be like old enough to appreciate it. Yeah. Like in their teens. But I, I do think there is a piece of like, traveling and exposing your children to other worlds and it's coming this is coming from a absolute place of privilege and honestly we can't afford that trip right now because that's four flights to japan yeah but in my head i'm like it would be really cool to do that as a family trip too so it's like 
kind of show like the city life that you don't know. Yes. Food. It's like figure it out and eat it. Yes. Like in the, a different culture, a different like thing. Yeah. And that's what traveling anywhere really. But that's which, the thing. That's what it was. It was, I haven't felt that way and I've traveled a lot. Like I said, to Europe and stuff, especially recently. And I haven't felt that same. It was like an energy. It energized my interest to travel, travel more. Yeah. Because it was that culture and shock that I haven't experienced. there's still so much more places like that. So which is much. insane. Yes. The world is like. So vast. Enormous. Yes. Yeah. And so it was a nice like kind of realization like, oh, we're not just limited to the shit we see on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like Japan is very popular now because it reopened because of COVID and everybody's I feel like everybody's they there. They want to go, yeah. But like you're seeing everybody in Amalfi Coast and all of this stuff. And like, yes, those are beautiful places to go. Mm-hmm. Worth experiencing. But there is so much more to the world mm-hmm. besides the places that we think are trendy and like mm-hmm. have been given attention. And this was an example of that. And I was like, I want to do more of that. That's so great. Yeah. So. Oh, my God. Well, um, speaking of which. Yeah. Uh Mm. Napa's in oh my a few days, basically. I'm so fucking excited <laughs> Which for is, this retreat. Is, it's wild. If it, you're listening to this, right, and you're coming on the retreat, get ready. Yes. Also, send me your sandwich order, okay? <laughs> because I emailed you, bitches, and nobody's fucking got. Well, two people got back. To I me, can't wait but. to talk about it because it's going to be so different than our other two big retreats. Yeah, and we've and been like having retreat. like lots of good. It's going to be chats about like our intention for it. And I think there's a lot more like I think with the both of us, we're being more focused, even though I feel like we're not focused. But I as much as like debaucherous as I think this retreat is actually going to be, I actually think it's going to be something special. But I really do think it's going to be very meaningful Mm -hmm. and have a lot of moments of like just Com- like comfort in the way that we haven't had in other retreats. Mm-hmm. And this is the first all female retreat yeah. that we've had. Yeah. Which is super just, it happened to yes. be that way. Um, and we actually have, which you'll hear this person later. Oh yeah. A I special guest her on. Yeah. coming on the retreat. That's going to be like a little bonus person. So we have, it's just different. Like we just have, you know, I don't what know. I, Yes, but I will say, like, this is, we are, like, we're, like, and I'm saying this, like, uh, this is, like, me thinking out loud, so I haven't really thought about this, but these retreats have been a lot of, like, growing pains for us. Mm -hmm. Not pains in a painful way, but, like, we're testing waters. We're, like, finding out what we like to do, what, and they're constantly, like, they're evolving. This is Mm -hmm. only our third one, so to say, like, we're masters at this would be false. Yeah. And we both acknowledge that. But like we're trying to do different things each time we go out. Yeah, exactly. Offer different experiences. Be true to ourselves and like what we stand for mm-hmm. and what brings us joy and our brands individually and together. This one I feel like is going to be a real game changer for us. Yeah. Like I think it's, it's a learning curve for sure. Yeah. it's a There's a lot of like things I think we're going to learn from it. And things we'll take with us into like mm-hmm. the next retreat. I'm really excited to see where this like lands us. So I'll, I'm going to say two things and then I mean, we'll then wrap we'll it up. Wrap yeah. it up. The first is that, you know, 
it constantly surprises me that we're still doing retreats because we're like, it, it was always a dream of mine. So it's like every time people want to like do it with us, I, I literally am like, oh, huh? Yeah. This is so crazy. But you and I are the, where we're similar is we'd never want to do the same thing twice. Yeah. Where there's some retreats you go on where the, like the one that you went on Portugal, it's like they do this retreat this amount of times yes. with this thing every single time. It's like, that's incredible and amazing. Yes. And there's but value to that. For sure. 100%. Yes. And will we do a retreat in the same place again? Probably. For sure. Yeah. In 10 years, yes. you know, who knows where this takes us. But we only do two a year. So I feel like you and I are like, what can we do to freshen it up? What can we do to make it different? And we have some people that do them regularly with us, which is like ridiculous. Right. The fact that some people have been on it with us for three times yes. straight. Yes. And so it's like there's an element to that I feel of like we have to give them something different yes. every time. Yeah. Which is, that might just be me in my head. No, no, no. I think that's good for us just to be motivated and to grow. Just and to all like keep yeah. things fresh, you yes. know, or whatever. Like keeping the people that watch being like, wow, I really want to do that. That seems so different. Wow, they're going here and whatever. Um, but I just came, when I came back from North Carolina, um, it was just, I was in like such a hippie state of <laughs> loving the earth and the planet and the people around you. It was so simple and, um, not, it got me concerned. It was that very, going to like retire to North Carolina. <laughs> no, I can't live yeah. there anymore. <laughs> Don't worry. I love it. I really do. I have a soft spot in my heart. No, as you should, it's your home. It yeah. feels like home when I go back there too. Yeah. But I can't live there anymore. If yeah. that makes sense. No, like no. Listen, I get that. And I say that New York, like somebody that like, I love Brooklyn and Brooklyn will always be my home, but I go and I don't feel, I'm not sure if I could really make a life, the same life that I'm living yeah. here, there. It's like the, 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 um, sunscreen where the, the dog's pulling the butt. Yes, you know, it's it like, that's sense. how I feel about New York and North Carolina. Like yeah. New York's the same for me. Like go there and I'm like, I could, yes, I really could. Yeah. But I'm like, I would I be can't. giving up too much. I can't, yeah, you yeah. know, and the same for North Carolina. I go back. It's just the thing I like about North Carolina. And this is the thing that makes me think about this retreat a little bit is that it, there's no, no one cares about status and money and just stupid shit. Yeah. It's like, no one cares. It's like very like sleep at my house and in, in my kid's bed or like, I'm going to give you sheets to do this or like come in my hometown, like whatever, Yeah, you know, nothing is. What? There's no pretend like nobody's pretentious. Everybody's no. just themselves. And, and the yeah. reason I say that is because this is the first time that we're renting a place that isn't a hotel. Yeah. So it's going to be like we're sharing a space yes. where it's like we got to get a little intimate, yeah. you know, and we have to be everyone has to either put their guard up or drop it down completely. And we yes. have to get a little vulnerable. And so that I'm, I'm excited and nervous for, and we're kind of responsible to cultivate that exactly. vibe from the start. But yes. that's why I'm glad that I just did what I did because it's going to make me be like, no, put your jammies on. Yes. Take your bra off. Yes. <laughs> Wash your, your face. Let your boobs hang low. Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> take that makeup off. Yeah. Put your jammies on. Yeah. And let's like, dance it out or dance whatever. it out yeah and just have or snuggle up on the couch and, totally you know so i'm i am that part of it's gonna be different for me and i also want to state this it's the first one that i will be drinking alcohol <laughs> at so we may never Which have another wild. or we may Which have twenty thousand more yeah. <laughs> scary <laughs> Um, I can't wait. So you're no, really going to experience our retreats. For the I know. First I, I don't know. I'm like, these are great. And I'm going to come over this one. And be like, like, these are really because Santa Fe, you were very pregnant. Yeah. So it was. Yeah. yeah. 
No, but it's going to be great. I so. can't wait. It's going to be a good time. So yeah, next week we're going to have a special guest. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we'll coordinate this with our schedules. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. And then fuck that. Oh, we need to. Well, record we'll to probably. Pre- yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll figure that out yeah, later. We'll that As out. she looks at me like we got to figure that fucking shit out. <laughs> yeah. All we'll right, figure good. that out. This was the recap. Anyway. I've been waiting for. I'm so glad. I'm so glad you shared it with me. Thank you. We're Sounds all caught amazing. Up. I'm going to need photos. Yes. Yes. More of the, from I'm going to need photos for the Instagram too, but I want to see them as well. Yeah. 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 But thank you for sharing Love and you. everyone go to Japan. Yeah. Go Who to wants Japan. To go? Book your flight. Retreat. Oh my God. <laughs> Retreat yourself. That would be amazing. <laughs> wow. Let's do it. Anyway. All right. Love you. Uh, love you too. Bye. Bye.